Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is center stage. All things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. We have so much going on here in the Twin Cities and the great state of Minnesota. And I'm telling you, you guys make it happen for all of us that I'd like to show you our wares and our gifts gifts and talents, and we thank you for it. This nine o'clock hour is dedicated to the arts, and I am so excited to begin with someone that I've heard of many times. Um, Colorado songwriter Edie Carey is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. How are you, Edie? I'm great, Geraldine. Thanks so much for having me. It's so great to have you on. And um, um, Jonathan, did we get to play a little bit of her song? I I ramshacked it. I, I ran through it. Oh, man, he wants to play it at the end of the segment, Edie, so forgive well, him. I'm going to talk to him about no that. No worries. <laughs> but you do have a brand-new album out, and um, it's called The Veil, and that's been called yeah. one of the best CDs of the year already. That's incredible. Tell us about it. That's very nice. Yes, it's a, well, it just came out about uh, a month ago, and it's my first full-length record since 2010, which is before I became a mom and kind of fell into mom's momming so much that it was hard to kind of have enough mental real estate to dedicate to making a full record. I made a lullabies album and a little EP, but this felt sort of like a kind of a culmination of all of those years. And, and honestly, because I couldn't tour during COVID, like so many artists, um, I had time to really dive into writing and, and the veil is the result of that. Well, you are playing Story Hill Festival August 12th through the 13th in Deerwood, Minnesota, and you're playing Sunday, August 14th, right here in Minneapolis. Tell me about this album and why it is so important for you to have written it. Um, I think that, um, well, the, the, the idea of The Veil actually came from, it's the, it's the title track of the record um, mm-hmm. that kind of started uh, this collection of songs coming together. I was in a really scary car accident with my kids in 2019, um, where someone ran a red light and flipped our car over. And, and you know, I kept thinking, I mean, we were relatively okay. We still have, you know, repercussions emotionally from that. But, um, oh, sure. but I think when something like that happens, you know, a mile away from your home, and when you've been a touring singer-songwriter, driving across the country by yourself for 20 years and nothing like that had ever happened. And suddenly it happened in this little bubble of security that we all kind of think we have in our lives. It felt like this kind of shroud or veil of security had kind of been torn away. And um, it started me thinking, and that 
that's what inspired that initial song. And then the sort of thread of the veil kind of in all of its myriad forms, like, you know, the veil of marriage and the veil sort of between who we are now and who we used to be. All of the songs kind of had to fit into that idea to, to make it onto the record. So a lot of the songs are just kind of about are about being a mother or about being a daughter or a wife or a partner or a friend who doesn't feel like she's doing a very good job as a friend. Um, and all the ways that that theme kind of shows up. Um, it's the first record I've made that really had that kind of a, a real through line and a theme all the way through it. And it felt so good to kind of be able to weave these songs together that way. Very cathartic songs, definitely some heavy stuff in there, um, and many of them were written during the pandemic and a time where many of us were alone with ourselves in a really real way, but also it gave us time to stop and really reflect in good ways, too. I think all of us kind of have a, saw it as a time of reckoning, and this record was really no different. You know, that's been the amazing thing with artists, uh, no matter what type of art you are in or a part of. Uh, it's remarkable mm-hmm. how we have changed, right? Um, and in that change, yeah. we found a whole nother new us, right? These songs pour out of you, and you mm-hmm. may say to yourself, where did that come from? But then all along, yeah. after you keep listening to it, you know exactly where it came from. Is this what this album has done for you? And when you look listen yeah. to it even today, not just the first or third or 15th time that you listen to it, but right now, if you mm-hmm. were to listen to this album, are you surprised that that came out of you. Yeah, I think absolutely. And I think that's what's so cool about songwriting. And I talk about this with a lot of my songwriting friends is that you often write songs that, you know, maybe you aren't even ready to experience yet. Like the song is almost telling you what's about to happen in your life or decisions that like your best version of yourself knows you need to make that maybe you're not quite ready to make. (laughs) And so Sometimes those songs can kind of freak you out and you're like, oh, gosh, is that really what needs to happen? Or, uh, you know, it's like the song leads you in a direction and then you live your way into it. So then by the time you actually get it recorded and then you listen back, you realize, oh, my God, I had no idea. But some point, some part of me kind of did know or like maybe I couldn't accept it yet. Um, but with, looking back, you realize that sometimes those things can be really prescient. So. Yeah, absolutely. Listening back, you know, the the title track of the song, the chorus is we cannot go back no matter how we wish it. We can't go back now. And when I was singing it on all these online concerts during COVID, people were like, oh, that COVID song, you know, about how we can't go back to the normal we once knew. And I was like, no, no, I didn't write that about COVID. I wrote it about (laughs) this car accident that was so scary. But also that song is also about, you know, the innocence. Like once we lose our innocence, we can't go back to on the unknowing, I guess. And it's just funny how, you know, however we live our lives or whatever's happening in our lives, if you hear a song in just the right way at just the right time, it's like the perfect prism in which you need to see that thing. And then that's, that's the cool thing about music. So yeah, for sure. I listen back and I'm kind of like, God, it's like I knew that this thing was coming. And of course they had no idea. None of us did. <laughs> uh, but those themes repeat themselves again and, the, and again in our lives, right? In a million different forms. It's so true. And I'm so happy that you've been able to join us tonight. I wish we had a half an hour because I have so many questions for you. But oh, you'll be playing oh, at the you. Story Hill Festival on August 12th and 13th. And that's in Deerwood, yep. Minnesota. And then playing Sunday, yeah. August 14th in Minneapolis. Are there still some tickets available? There are, yes. It's um, So you may know the Warming House, which is a venue that was mm-hmm. just warm and intimate and wonderful. And I played there in December of 2019, actually just a couple of days before I had the accident. And of course, all of our world changed, you know, a couple months later. 
um, uh, they are no longer presenting concerts, but they are. The Warming House is sort of helping present this show at uh, the music school Songs with Sarah. So it's sort of like a house concert kind of set up, but it's not in a private home. It's actually at the the music school. And but I think that's really cool, limited. by the way. <laughs> and tickets yeah, are still available. So where do they go um, for tickets? What is the mm-hmm. website? They can just. They can go to my website, which is edcary.com, and it's spelled E-D-I-E-C-A-R-E-Y.com. And if they just go to my tour page, uh, there's a link there, and people can email uh, the host, Jess Yoakum, who's also going to a brilliant songwriter, and she's the one who is putting this show together along with the folks that, uh, from The Warming House, uh, Brianna Lane. Edie. I am so happy to have you join us tonight, and I can't wait to hear the rest of the album. Uh, Of course, it's available everywhere, and I'll be listening. I Mm -hmm. hope to have you back on soon. You take care. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Take care. Bye, Edie. Bye-bye. We'll be back in a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
My goodness, welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it, and I am so excited because I don't know if you've heard about Jamesia Bennett or not, but let me tell you a little bit about her. Um, she has sung backup vocals for legends like Stevie Wonder, Prince, Janet Jackson, Sting, Rod Stewart, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, Rhino, uh, Lionel Richie, Elton John. I can go on and on and on, but here's the thing. She is doing a show at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, and this is coming up this Friday, August 12th at 8 p.m. You do not want to miss this. Now, the show is called The Evolution of Music, Jazz, Blues, and Souls because she's going to be doing some of her favorite songs in those genres. And let me tell you, she will, you know, turn a little bit and all of a sudden do a little gospel, a little, do a little something else. So don't be surprised if she surprises you. And it'll be a great surprise. She is joining us right now to talk about this amazing show. Jamesia, how you doing, honey? I'm so glad you joined us. Hi, Geraldine. How are you? I'm great, honey. How are you? I'm doing really good. It's so good to hear from you. I can't, I'm so excited. You should be. My goodness, I love what is happening with you in your life and how you love to talk about it. Your daughters, your grand, whomever is in your family. Because well, how many generations is it that sing in your family? It is four generations. Four generations. My mother, myself, my daughter, and little Egypt. <laughs> oh my gosh. And when I tell my listeners they all can seriously sing, please believe me, they all can seriously sing. So you're already ready for this big night. And by the way, it's not just your music. It is everything that in, in that is you. Everything from the costumes or the outfits that you wear, the, the words that you speak, the songs that you sing, all of it has a lot to do with your personal spirit that everybody is going to experience that night on the August 12th. So tell us more. I am really excited about this show. First of all, I want to send a big, big, huge hug and shout out to Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. And thank you so much for um, asking me to come and to grace that stage and for also being on the cover of the of the brochure. I was so surprised. But I'm really excited to do the evolution of jazz and blues. It is definitely the roots of what I have been doing and what I'm going to continue to do. Um, with sounds of blackness as well as um, my uh, my new upcoming music, um, original music. So I'm gonna do a little bit of Ella Fitzgerald. I'm gonna do some Pat, Peggy Lee. I'm gonna also mix a little soul in it. Do some Stevie Wonder. Um, who else? I'm gonna do a couple of the tributes to uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp. So I'm really excited, and a lot, a whole lot more. I don't want to give it all away because I want you to come. But I'm really excited to do this, and um, I, I just can't. <laughs> I really can't. I just wish I could be like, you know, the fly on the wall, just watching people watch you um, because you just can't take your eyes off of Jamesia Bennett. So if people want more information, they go to ChanhassenDT.com, uh, Chanhassen yeah. Dinner Theaters. You can call the box office as well at 952-934-1525. And I'm just curious to know, where do you get your clothes? Don't tell me, but I just want you to know that's a question I always have. <laughs> you know, I so for me because I'm so short so I have I'm really broad up top and I have a tiny I have a smaller waist so whenever I go to the stores Daryl I can't find anything that fits so I ended up running into two beautiful ladies um, I have one African designer her name is Christina and I have another glam designer and we call her hot rise so those are the women that tackle <laughs> 
Patty, and you know, it, and I always tell them the shows that I'm doing, and they say, "Okay, I got the perfect thing," you know. So it's been it, it, it's a joy working with them. Absolutely. It's the best thing when you have your own. It's just the best when you have those that can make that happen for you. Congratulations on all that you have accomplished, and you will continue to to accomplish so much. And as people watch you, especially on August 12th, they will understand what we mean by that tonight. You are a superstar, Jamesia. Congratulations, honey. And take care of you, please. I will. I will. I will. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Twin Cities. I will continue to make you proud. Oh, you do. Thank you, honey. And let me tell you guys, Jamesia is a force to reckon with. I need you guys to go see this show. I'll be surprised if it's not sold out by, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> so definitely call the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater um, at 952-934-1525 or just go to ChanHassanDTForDinnerTheater.com and get your tickets right away. We'll be back. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I am so excited to talk about the Open Eye Theater uh, presenting Puppet Lab, a two-week festival of new work on August 12th through the 21st. And I'm telling you, um, when I've been reading about this, I am excited about it. It's featuring residency artists Dominique Herskin, Moki Kubat, Mary Plaster, and Leping Vong. And please um, forgive me if I got that wrong, but I am very excited to talk about this. Um, this is happening again August 12th through the 21st. And joining us to talk about it is Juan Un Vu, as well as Rebecca Cristana de Ibarra. Welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Okay, Rebecca, it's so great to have you. I don't think we have Wa'un on yet, but uh, I just want to tell you congratulations. It's a great idea. Is this something you've been doing for a few years now? Well, Puppet Lab has been in existence for a long time. It was housed at uh, In the Heart of the Beast. Uh, previously, and now it's in its new home at Open Eye Theater. Um, Allison uh, Heimstead was our founder, and she passed us on to Juan and I, who are the new co-artistic directors. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> first of all, I love puppets, can I just say, you know, even at my age. Um, and, oh, Juan is, uh, Juan Un is joining us right now. Juan, are you there? Yeah, I am. Hi. Oh, great. Thank you so much for joining uh, Rebecca and I. Okay, so we're talking about Open Eye Theater um, presenting Puppet Lab, and I am a big puppet fan. In fact, um, there have been several times that the family, my family and I performing, have used puppets. And I'm just curious to know, it, it's nothing like um, getting to the heart of children when puppets are on the stage. Would you both agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think they're so playful and and magical um but you know for adults too 
Yeah, yeah, because I'm one of them. <laughs> so the residency yeah. artists um, spent the spring and summer workshopping their projects uh, for this year with the two co-artistic directors of Puppet Lab, which are the two of you. So how did that all work when it started coming together with the residency artists uh, spending the spring and summer? Um, tell me about the workshop and how quickly or how difficult the challenge was. Well, Puppet Lab is a really intensive, rigorous program. Um, it's an application process. So these four artists rose to the very top and were selected by peers. We also have a very competitive um, and and full and vibrant puppet community, uh, puppeteer community in the Twin Cities. Um, and so they've been working regularly um, to advance their artistic development, test and create new works together with us in a supportive and challenging workshop environment. So we get together um, every week or two weeks and, uh, and do like college style, uh, critiques, art critiques while mm-hmm. they're building on their work. Um, and they've also worked with mentor directors who have supported them throughout this whole process. Well, I think it is so exciting. I've often wondered, are puppets still uh, going strong? And here in the great state of Minnesota, it is. It absolutely is. And the children just can't wait to see it. But it's also those of us, um, the adults that love it as well. When you are choosing a work to do, um, do you consider all of the ages to say, hey, all ages are welcome, come see this piece? Or do you specifically do for children and then for teenagers and then for adults? Well, I think all of these pieces are actually um, adult. In fact, one of them has an advisory, content advisory. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's a hilarious and I would say relatable reflection about uh, mental health and the mind and body connection and isolation. Um, and it does include puppet nudity, foul language, and drug use. And it's definitely for adults. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I know that week one performers are Mary Plaster and Dominique Herskin, and that's August 12th, 13th, and 14th. I want to read a little bit about a story Mary Plaster has, The Forgotten Forest. It says here, 12-year-old Jackie assumes visiting their wise Nana deep in the dark woods with with will gift them infinite freedom to shatter their video game high score and bring on the apocalypse. I cannot tell you how surprising it was for me to read that first line and get to apocalypse. So I can imagine how really interesting these pieces are going to be. But there are also many collaborators. Can you tell me a little bit about the um, collaborators, Rebecca? Uh, Sure. So in Mary's piece, she's working with um, a master uh, marionette builder, um, and other uh, uh, very established uh, puppet performers um, in wooden marionettes. Um, and, and she's also working with a soundscape artist. Um, some of the artists are working solo. And let's see, uh, Juan, help me out. Who else is a collaborator? Yeah, um, I would say so. Mary Plaster, uh, her mentor is Kurt uh, Hunter, who, again, is probably one of the most renowned um, marionette puppeteers in actually all of America. Um, and then also uh, Dom Herskine's mentor, um, his name is uh, Steve Ackerman, and he's so funny. Every, you know, every show I've ever seen him made is just so over the top and very cartoony. Um, <laughs> and yeah, similarly, Li Ping Vong, um, her director is Chimindika Wandragala, who's actually a well-known DJ and puppeteer in the community. So, they both have this interesting style where they're, they actually love telling stories without words. Um, and so they're just, they have such an interesting spin is how do you 
you know, communicate so much with no words at all. Um, and I would right. say that while they, we don't select artists to um, necessarily do kids' shows or anything, it's up to the artists right. and what they want to do. But right. some of them, you know, kids could watch, like The Forgotten Forest. Okay. And then also at the same time, Mary Plaster uh, that week and um, Dominique Herskin is going to do Disconnected. Now let's talk about week two performers. Uh, yeah. Living Young and Omoki Kubat. I hope I have that pronounced correctly. And that's August 19th, 20th, and 21st. Tell me about their pieces. Right. Yeah. So the so Leaping Bong, like I mentioned, um, she has a background as a dancer and a visual artist. So she's really just created these beautiful puppets and masks. And it's mm-hmm. about actually a grandmother who is diagnosed with terminal illness. Um, and so she's visited by these magical beings who kind of help transition her to the next stage of life because, like we've mentioned before, puppetry can let you do things that, um, yeah, just like reality doesn't. So there's so many magical moments um, of flying and that will take your breath away. Um, and Amake Kubat, um, her show is called Opera of Memories. And it's, it's very simple, um, it's mask work, and it's called object puppetry, which is, you know, it's like using everyday objects, but how do you transform them to be something else, which is exactly. really interesting. <laughs> yeah, because she's an older woman, yeah, revisiting her life through those objects. Wow. Yeah, Amaki's well, piece you know, is really powerful. Go ahead. Tell um, me about it again. Oh, Amaki's piece is just so powerful. I was just uh, working on some of her sound clips for her to help her out, and um, she's, you know, revisiting these these memories, these objects through the boxes, and and even though there's no words, there's a soundtrack of of um, uh, you know some famous songs uh, from her lifetime, uh, and her daughter uh, uh, Keegan is playing this uh, spirit um, who visits her through her her depression and revisiting these traumatic memories, and every time it gets to me. Uh, just gets to my heart in a like soul clenching kind of way, and I really hope a lot of people come out and see her. Um, yeah, I hope so and too. I should, I should say Amak is in her seventies, and and oh this my. is probably her last play. So really, everybody should come out and see this work. Well, that is that is great to hear. And, of course, the tickets are $15 for general admission. All you have to do is go to openitheater.org. You also have options um, for $10 economic accessibility tickets. And if it's not sold out, it says a limited number of pay-as-able tickets will be available at the door as well. And give us those dates one more time and, and the website, please. Yeah, it's um, uh, August uh, 12th through uh, August 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, and the website is openeyetheater.org. So just go there. Yeah, and it's theater with a T-R-E at the end, not a T-E-R. Yeah, so the French way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love it. Thank you both so much for joining us, Avaun and Rebecca. Really appreciate you joining us and telling us about this incredible opportunity that you're all having. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Have a great night. Yep, you too. Right, Bye. You Thanks, bye. Coming up is our last guest, and that'll be at uh, 9.50. John Bolton is the name. The Wizard in Wicked is joining us. We'll be back. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We know you need to know about it because I know that I do, and I'm so excited to talk about Wicked. If you have not had gotten your tickets yet and you have not seen the show yet, you have got to go see this piece. It is remarkable at the Orpheum Theater 
And it's presented, of course, by Hennepin Theater Trust. Um, I enjoyed Wicked the first time I saw it and the second time. I have to see these actors, singers, dancers, performers do this work. The, the stress, the strain, all of it, the joy, all of it shows on the stage. And it was remarkable. I brought my 10-year-old granddaughter, and she absolutely loved it. Well, joining us tonight to talk about it is John Bolton, who played the role of the wizard, the very important role of the wizard. John, welcome to WCCO Radio. Thank you, Gerald. I'm thrilled to be here in Minneapolis. Thrilled to have you here. Okay, so first of all, you know the show is amazing. But the way you guys work so hard, you put it in that very first song, when the voices hit us, it was like, you know, a curtain of, of power coming at us. And when you came out and the whole audience erupted, you know, they just loved seeing you on that stage. Whoever plays the wizard, it's a big piece to do. It's a big uh, character. Um, so how do you feel about this iteration of it? I know sometimes when it comes to Broadway shows, you may see a little something different from the last time you saw it i love this iteration i'd seen the show once on broadway when it first opened in 2004 it's still going still a huge mm-hmm. hit still selling out and of course the tour does well wherever it goes um sidebar we are in love with these minneapolis audiences and performing <laughs> here at this beautiful orpheum theater uh but uh, i you know hadn't really thought about the show since i'd seen it and then they invited me to do it and i thought well i'll go do wicked it's a good show i love it i love you may remember Gerald. i don't enter the show till about an hour in I so know, i'm right? in my dressing room <laughs> i i said i get nervous because i hear all these wonderful voices just knocking it out of the park our wonderful leads are our two leading ladies are just just rock stars of the highest order out there and wonderful actresses and wonderful people and I just sit here in my dressing room, where I am right now, by the way. We just finished our second show of a two-show day. And um, I just listen to this wonderful music. I never get tired of it. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful show. And it brings so much joy, as you've mentioned, to so many. And now people who saw it originally are bringing their kids to it. And I think it's just going to last forever. It's a beautiful show, and we're all so proud to be part of it. So how do you, at the end of the show, and you're going to your hotel or wherever you're going, how do you calm down, bring it down to where the, the peace is there, or is, the, is that peacefulness already there? Oh, gosh. Well, it is so satisfying to do a show uh, where the audience goes as bananas for it as, as this. It's literally like a rock concert, as you witnessed uh, every night. Um, but, gosh, am I allowed to say I, I love the old-fashioned at the Chop House, uh, 801 Chop House, uh, they <laughs> yeah. make a proper old-fashioned, and that's been quite soothing <laughs> to me, a one-and-done situation over there. Uh, they know to stay open for me, because uh, they know I'll come running in right before their last call. Um, right. But normally, um, I travel with my dog, and so I walk my dog and just sort of, uh, you know, try to unwind and listen to some music and, you know, do my Netflix and, uh, you know, call the family at home and, uh, um, you know, just try to have a somewhat of a life, even though I'm in a hotel. You know, know, with a show like Lion King or Wicked and so many others, you don't really recognize the actors when they come out into the audience or come come out into the uh, lobby and want to greet people. Or maybe it's opening night and there's a party. Uh, You don't really know them. But for you, it seemed like I was looking at your natural face. There didn't seem, you know, from the pictures I've seen of you, I didn't see that big of a difference. Am I wrong? Uh, no, I, I think you're right. I don't wear too much makeup. Uh, they've got me in the wizard glasses, of course, and that beautiful costume, the Tony-winning costumes by uh, Susan Hilperty. But, um, 
Yeah, the wizard, as you remember, because it's the Wizard of Oz, and he is, right. those that will remember, is from Kansas. He's, he's right. just a basic guy from Kansas. He's not, he's not of this land of Oz where it would require more makeup or the green or the nose or the weird hair. So he's basically, you know, just an American guy plopped down here, fooling all these people that he's this, you know, big magic you know, guy. Um, and it's so fun to play because people come into it with obviously a knowledge of the Wizard of Oz and uh, an affection for the Wizard of Oz. And I think that that is only multiplied tenfold by the time they leave the show. I love how the story of Wicked, um, you know, became life, really. I mean, so many people talk about it and say, I'll go see it again and again and again, over and over again. At the same time, you know, Broadway tours here in the in the great state of Minnesota, we love it. We come from all over the state and beyond, right? We come to see these mm-hmm. Broadway pieces, and you guys did not let us down. Um, as the wizard, um, when the children see you, it's like their eyes lit up. My 10-year-old granddaughter sitting next to me was like, oh, the wizard, <laughs> you know? She was just amazed at the whole production. And so it's got to be an honor to play that role because that's one of the most important roles in the piece. It's a lot of responsibility to play it. You know, it was originated by the great Joel Gray and a large uh, number of wonderful um, actors, all of whom I respect deeply, have have done the role on Broadway or on tour. And uh, yeah, I'm so honored to be trusted with um, such an iconic role and just I, I can't say enough, Geraldine, about how thrilled I am to be part of this beautiful, beautiful show that after two years of all of us just sitting around, that audiences are here and they're just joyous and, and it's making us joyous and we're all helping each other out. and It's just a win-win situation. We're just thrilled to be here. We are big theater uh, people, big theater people here in the great state you of Minnesota. You sure are. And okay, the we last- love it. Well, I'm not going to keep you, but I will give a couple of uh, extra things that I want to mention. But I want to thank you. You just got done with the second show. So thank you for taking the time to come on with us tonight. You were remarkable. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. And I'm a fan of the Steel Sisters. So it's an honor to speak with you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. If you haven't seen it, you have to run to see it. Here are some um, truths about Wicked. Requires a lot of power and uses enough electricity per show to power 12 homes. The show also uses 250 pounds of dry ice to create impressive fog. I mean, Jonathan, that's a lot. How about this? Overall, the production uses about 90 wigs, with 70 of them being used during any given show, and all are made of human hair. Whoa. And are custom made individually for each actor, using their own hairline in the front. I know all about that. I do. I know all about it. And Wicked has won. This is my final one. It has won over 100 major international awards, including a Grammy Award and three Tony Awards. We are so honored to have you back in town. So any of you that may be listening right now, thank you for the work that you do in this particular piece. My goodness, it's quite remarkable. It's still continuing. Just know that tickets start at $54 Tuesday through Thursday. The show starts from 7.30. Um, I'm sorry, Tuesday through Thursday, 7.30 p.m. show. Friday, 8 p.m. show. Saturday, there's a 2 o'clock and an 8 o'clock show. You don't want to miss that. And on Sunday, there's one show at 6.30 p.m. So don't miss it. Bring your grandchildren. I don't. I wouldn't say to bring the small ones, like four years old or Maybe even five, but other than that, I think they can handle it. At least I hope they can, because I tell you, 
I've taken my grands to only two Broadway shows, and that was Frozen and and now just one of them, Wicked. So stay tuned. Try to see as many, as many shows as you can, and I'll keep telling you about my grandbabies and how much they love theater. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Um, it's time to wrap up. Of course, you know what's coming up next, right? And that is all about Michael Battle. It's called the Mom and Michael Hour. We get to talk about anything we want to talk about. But before we do that, I do want to mention that my brother Fred and I are doing that same show we did at Crooners, and it's called Duos, Duets, and Pairings. And we're moving over to the Dakota that is happening on August 24th. You do not want to miss it. Tickets are available now. If you missed us at Crooners or if you went and you want to come again, we're changing up a couple of songs. But other than that, you're going to get the full effect of Geraldine Steele and Fred Steele. Really, it's just a blast. Great band. So I'm looking forward to seeing as many of you as possible if you can. Take care of you. We'll come back with a Mom and Michael Hour in just a moment. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 